Hey everyone, I am Wahim Molino. And I am Chris Vera, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We are two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series. But through our own lands, honey, which can be, I mean, I can't just keep it up. Uh, salty, peppery, acidic, bitter, you know the whole thing, mildly sweet. Hi. Hello. Yay. I'll tell you what we're talking about. We are talking about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. This is season six. It's episode 13, Modern Romance, which, by the way, was a store at Fashion Island called Modern Romance. And it was indeed early, like, cottagecore milk peasant dresses. Kind of hippie-ish, kind of like present, uh, princess peasant. Was this before that was your style of choice? Yes, it was a institution. So, like, it, it's always been that aesthetic and it's been rocking ever since uh and by the way that's not that's not that's one flavor for me but it's a flavor that you often eat but it's not my of choice mm, okay mm, yeah. so you don't go there now i was gonna say tell me some see me some dresses that you have from there okay sandwich where should marry from there who you want to start with i'm excited um, about this what do you think it's a good episode I mean, you know, honestly, Jasmine and Gino screaming at each other was didn't make it good because it was the same screaming fight they'd had before, except for this time they did it in front of producers, which is, I mean, other producers, which is good. But uh, okay, let's start with Cleo, uh, Chloe. No, it's not that Cleo. Let me change it. It is Cleo and Christian. Um, what they look like. Yeah, I'm really happy for this date because. There are certain things that they have in common, right? So, for instance, one thing they don't have in common, uh, uh, autism. Uh, Another thing they don't have in common, uh, drinking. But one thing they do have in common is nerdy nerds. Nerds being nerds, honey. What are they? They're nerds. Okay, so finally they get to do something that they're both on board with. Because obviously Christian's kind of whatever and gross but uh and cleo like has her friends or whatever but like he's never been comfortable with her, with her friends and he's not gonna really like want to go like vintage antique shopping and get beige nails like she's gonna want to do but anyway they're nerds they're gonna go to like a halloween store that you also can like rent costumes and they're gonna like they're going to indulge in their cosplay fantasies Why? I could not relate to this, Chris. I love a Ren Faire situation. I freaking love everything with dragons and witches and vampires and werewolves. I love it all. But I would not be caught dead in this store. Hmm. I didn't, I did not like it when he put on that suit and then gave her that ring. I mean, that necklace. <laughs> it's like, okay, quick, this is just so, hook. I mean, again, this is ungrateful Wahima. What is this necklace that you have purchased for me from Claire's? I don't want this. Yes. Okay. So let's just let's take step by step. The first thing they do <laughs> is that they're like, okay, we're going to dress as 20, 20s characters. And he's going to be a gangster. And he's going to talk like this. No, that, that's the male version. That's the female version. That's what Cleo's supposed to do. He's going to be like, she, hey. Yeah. Man, that's she coppers. Hey, man. She got the tummy gun. Tummy gun. Brrr. Yeah, yeah she and got those Cleo, 
should of course be like, ah, oh, what do you do with that? You know, but she, and he, cause he refers to her as a floozy. And then she, of course, is an Italian by way of London, honey. So she's like, what's a floozy? And he's like, skank. And I want to be like, oh, what's a skank? Yeah, it, like a hussy, like give her something, you know, Jezebel. Like, like I think that a floozy and no. a Jezebel are the same. No one knows Jezebel. What? They do know Jezebel, but they think of the person. They don't like to think, they don't think of like it being the noun of anyone. I think hussy. Oh, I love hussy. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hussy or a floozy. Those are just women who flirt. They might act. They might not actually go all the way. But a but a hussy is the one who comes switching around your man, switching her hips. And a floozy is my dad once called me a floozy. So floozy is a girl <laughs> who is wearing what her father feels is an inappropriate short set. My sequins short that I got on Melrose Avenue. Anyways. Um, so wait, so you're just saying a micro difference is a floozy is a, is a, is a promiscuous dressed and or mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. and a hussy is just a flirty woman. And then mm-hmm. there is some sort of, are you, is that what I, I picked? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they both like flirt with your man, but one dresses the part and one may not necessarily moves the part. They just move that switch by your man. Mm-hmm. They bake cakes and shit to try to steal husbands. You know, what's so funny about you in this moment. And I love you so much towards you hate when there's a P but you like the word if there's an H. Hussy. And? P word. Floozy. Oh, yeah. Okay, what, what? floozy? Well, if you say hussy, but you put a P in front of it, what's that mm-hmm. word? Oh, it's the same word? You're well, right. Okay. Hmm. Um, so then, then another funny moment in this, by the way, costume moment happens because, like, there's a, you know, God bless, this one worker, honey, who's doing the most. And he has to, like, you know, measure them. And for some reason, Christian's neck is the size of my pinky. It's, like, 14 inches or whatever. And, like, <laughs> you know... First of all, I guess across the board, it's not fun for anyone to be called out upon for their body for any, in any way. I don't think, I mean, unless you're just like, wow, there's a, it's, it's, it's the most beautiful model award. And oh my God, it's you, you know, like how there's really no way of being like, you're, you're, you're too big. You're too small. You're too wide. You're too tall. You're too short. Like there's no good to be mm-hmm. all one thing and then have it be remarked upon because it's so surprising. Yes. And in this way, it's this, he has a tiny neck, honey, a tiny neck. Like we think that Ed has no neck, honey. And then Ed, for some reason's neck. No, is we like don't probably, think we know. We know he has a tiny neck. I know. I mean, it's I know. like, who has a smaller neck, this guy or that? But then the, the neck is 14 inches. By the way, the moments when Cleo can put aside and I get it like, you know, and or not feel self-conscious about anything and have fun, you know, perhaps real trans moments, like being like, honey, my Adam's apple is bigger than that. You know, it makes me a little LOL for her because it makes me feel like she is, is, is more at ease and comfortable in other times. Anyway, so she yep, makes, I agree. That, makes that comment. Every, everything is, you know, it's an LOL comment. He, he has a small neck. Um, but then he dresses the next time in the next thing. And this is where Wa should lose her mind, but she's not going to because it's Ren Fair realness. And he comes out as like a um, knight in shining armor. Yeah, as a knight in shining armor. And she is like, he's the hottest thing in the entire world. How have I pulled this Lancelot? Like she is just like, he, you know, but then she, he does. I guess try and blow her mind because it's so funny because he's already wearing so much armor, but then he get out of even more armor, takes out a necklace. And then before she even can look at it, it's like, it's sterling silver. Oh, just so you know, it's sterling silver. Now I'm going to tell you this right now. I 
know that I sound like whatever way I sound on this podcast sometimes. But when that man so proudly, proudly, proudly said it was sterling silver, I so smiled, but the smile that was on my face then like is it like it sort of melted into my face and then like there was my like exoskeleton like you know totally visible as like my skin sort of like melted down into my body and then like into my couch and off my couch and like the thing that you're seeing now is only like a lizard i've regrown in the past like two hours but the entire time has been me recovering from the sterling silver necklace i listen god bless every gift is important and i think that it's really beautiful and i'll tell you of course if he was more charming if he wasn't the way that he was i think that i'd be a little more behind it but it's also how fast he says it because he didn't even have to say it he could have just been like i bought you this necklace and she could have been reacted but how fast he's like sterling silver do you see it clocking the stir- the sterling part it's not just regular silver not just cheap nickel silver sterling honey like you know i just help wa help me. yeah it's again it's who cares that it's sterling silver it's like you saying oh this is this is real copper okay like, I mean, it's not as bad as that. But like, the fact that he had to, like, say what it was, I would just rather not know. Rather not know. But he wanted her to know it wasn't from Claire's, as I said earlier, that he paid, I don't know how much, what Sterling. He's gonna, she's going to have to, I think she's going to have to clean it. She should get her some white gloves now and some, like, polish and uh, get ready to have to clean it. So she's very happy to get this. And um, she's like, could you help me put it on? And he's like, sure. And so she turns around and gets it on and um, not gets it on with him at the store, but puts the necklace on. And she's very, I'm really, really scared of like, like fragile thin pieces of, of uh, like necklaces or anklets or bracelet. I always break them. They're too thin. I, I was end up snatching them her. off. I thought you were talking about her. I thought you were scared for that her and that you were like saying that she was going to break because she's like fragile and thin. And I realized you meant the necklace. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought necklace. you meant her in this relationship. No, I mean, she is fragile in this relationship for sure because she believes she loves him. Like this person has, they have had, had a connection on, online that has allowed her to explain away all of the behavior that he has exhibited so far on this trip. Even his whole little lie and I don't know if it happens in this episode or it happened in the other episode do you remember seeing some point where he's like oh yeah I actually don't drink very much I only ever drink like you know once yet all we see is him is wanting to drink or drinking or something he did this episode so this is what happens oh god so she has to go to a lecture and then he's like yeah when you do the lecture I'm just gonna like go have a couple of pints and he goes and have a couple of pints in a bar and he meets this American girl okay the American girl god bless has like a mole here okay we're just gonna like I have to call it out you you saw it okay moving on it's fine um he in this conversation with this American is like hey yeah just like not a normal thing for me to just like be like drinking by myself in a bar just because I do the kind of thing where I'm traveling I'm traveling so I'm like drinking I never drink and definitely not by myself at a bar that'd be totally weird and then like why would i be doing that but totally i'm just like just here so it's like i'm an american you're an american with a mole so like you know like i'm just or moldy americans just talking anyway so do you have plans for thanksgiving uh so like that's what that conversation is and then he has to tell it to cleo who basically my god calls him out because of how beautifully she's been aware of that's I'm probably been in therapy for you know the things that she has to deal with but she calls him out in a beautiful way of being like it feels 
it feels like you crave the validation of females in a way that makes me feel like you have an insecurity and it, 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 you know, makes me have pause. He's like, yeah, babe, you want some wine? I saved some wine for you, babe. Oh, you know, she was an American and I'm an American. And the truth is there's so few Americans outside of America, specifically in this other English speaking country. Like she's the only, me and her and I, I, I was at like, I went to the consulate the American consulate to see how many Americans were here right now. And she and I are the only ones. So she has to come over for Thanksgiving. I invited her over for Thanksgiving. And I think once he said it out of his mouth, he might've in that moment realized what a dumb idea that was, especially when they just got off the argument of him denying her. Why would he go out and find a stray American and invite that stray American to spend Thanksgiving with them? She knew what she was doing in America. I mean, in England during Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, Americans who choose to travel to England during Thanksgiving. If you wanted that Thanksgiving food, you would bring your ass back over here and eat it. <laughs> Asking strangers off. Like, no. First of all, she said yes. And, I'm, I, and I was so grateful that she didn't show up. Like, I was, so, I don't know if she did or not. At this yeah, point, like, I'm believing yeah, that she didn't show up. Oh, okay. That she's not going to. Because if she were to, it would be just so weird. I mean, would I say yes? You know, the truth is, if I were on a TV show and somebody were to be like, you want to come back for Thanksgiving? I would say yes, too. So she has no idea what she's walking into. And honestly, I can't blame her. Wait, so you think Ms. Mole does not know the show Monday Day Fiance? So that when she was at a bar, and this is season six. Oh, no, I don't think any of that. I think okay. she knows what Sharp Entertainment it. told okay because she was on camera. So at some point, yes. Sharp Entertainment had given her a slip and been like, "Hey, can you be on the show?" This and she said yes. And now whether she's going to come back to be on it again? When by the way, can you imagine what a gift that is? There's so many people who would want to be on the show once, and this for some reason this woman just by in a bar by herself, honey, just like living her life gets to be a, a 90 day fiance anyway just which is the huge diagram on show just anyway i've tried so hard to be a famous actor can you can you imagine how many times this woman just just in a bar anyway but that's fine for her and i'm so happy for her god bless and i'm really am but let me just also say this um chloe sorry cleo does one other brilliant thing which is like also just like low-key my boundary which i would love you to respect is that this is my home like my place is my home like for people where i live and so i don't just like uh, just like invite people like who I like don't know or and, and or expect people to invite people to my house I don't know like that's weird like this is my place it's my it's totally mine like I don't have random strangers at my house this is yep. a random stranger you just met I don't even know so in the future uh my my place and I don't even like I don't even invite people I know to my place. Like yep. I have to you have to go through certain hoops, jump yep. through them, and definitely take off your shoes before you enter my house. You know what I'm saying? And yep. I don't know if this girl's gonna do it. Yeah, no, I, I really do think that he is just one of these folks who love to invite people to other people's homes. Now, I know this is an Airbnb, so it truly is the both of their spaces, but you know, it me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, for some reason, they always trick me with the Airbnbs. Go on. Yeah, no, it's an Airbnb. She said it in the beginning. But anyway, so like she, I don't want people to come to my space either. That's the beginning and the end of that for me. Um, but he was so drunk. And so she somehow said it to him and got through it. 
And then she says, like, I'm going to go upstairs and get ready for bed. And I just want to know what her nighttime routine is so much. It's like they keep teasing it. And I just want to know what it is for sure. Like, does she do like an oil and what kind of oil? I also want to see like her makeup, like how she just does. I'm always trying to look for like a, just a light makeup. But anywho, so she uh, goes upstairs and changes. And then he comes upstairs and, you know, he's feeling toasty and roasty. So I hope they had a good night. When he gave her that sterling silver necklace and I made fun of it, I'm going to tell you right now, she loved it. She was so happy because he also low-key said that he was falling in love with her or loved her. And she, I think, really let that hit her. Or anyway, so I want to also bring that up because I really was a bitch and I'm single. And I want you to understand I don't understand if Christian and Cleo are together now, but that was that also was a moment that made her really happy. And so I don't have to shit on it, but I do have to shit on it. Anyway, okay, should we make a little money ourselves, honey, just in case we never get uh, married? Let's I'm get kidding. some money, honey. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are back, folks. Hope you guys had a good time listening we to those ads. <laughs> yeah, we had, um, we had a great time, babes. We're going to talk about what you want to talk about, Misha and Nicola next. Yes, Misha and Nicola. So we come back with a suspenseful ending about whether or not his family, specifically his mother, believe misha to be a dirty rotten whore who's been divorced a floozy a hussy Mm -hmm. just the lowest of a a childbearing divorced woman how can anything be worse than that and really the truth is is that his entire family thought that he would die alone and never have had sex and so they see this beautiful american who is really good at posing Every time we see Misha, she's looking like this. It's unbelievable how beautiful. I mean, like, I, I literally, I want to, like, I need to have more of the mom and brothers where they are like, what do you, do you think that, like, what do you think of her? Like, you know, like, they didn't really talk, like, you know, like, what do you think her job is? Like, you know, like, have you ever seen a person that looks like that? Yeah. <laughs> they, they think she's beautiful. They are very happy for Nicola. 
And the brothers are like, why do you keep this from us? And I think he's like the middle child and he feels like a fish out of water. And the, one of the brothers said that the reason why they think that Nicola had a problem with it was because he has such lofty and high standards as a Catholic. And now I know that that's probably the one thing he's been holding over his siblings. Like, yes, I may be a 40 year old version, a 46 year old version. Yes, I live with mother and I don't have any children or not even looking like I could even get a wife. But I love the Lord. And Jesus Christ has his, his bountiful uh, blessings bestowed upon me. So you, whatever, Andy, you know? Yeah. Yes. It's just like we've seen in many organized religion people who, if they can believe and align themselves with the word of God, if they have ascertained a certain connection where this is what God wants, if they know what God wants, then they can do whatever they want. And they, and they have like, I mean, the ultimate lawyer on their side. I mean, how do you even, there's nothing to say. Yeah. There is nothing you can say to a devout Catholic. If that person's like, well, this is what God wants. It doesn't in the Bible, like, or, or a Christian or a Mormon or all the times, like, you know, if someone is like the Quran says, don't drink. And I mean, like it's, if you, if you are so incredibly, I mean, devoted to an organized religion that you are in a fundamentalist ideal of it, then you can use it to, you know, justify anything. And I think for him, for him to have insecurities that he, you know, didn't get to really touch or feel women or how people would look at him, anything he's done, he's been able to be like, well, Jesus, the fisherman, the Jesus thing, you know, like, you know, and so... Yeah, I think that it was an ego narcissist thing that he got to use and so that it's a it's a house of cards having someone like her, you know, which is truly probably very Jezebel ass. I mean, like Oof, she yeah. actually, can I be honest? I mean, isn't she not the Jezebel of Jezebels? If you're if you think about her in that way, like she might present as a Catholic, but I mean, you know. I don't know. It's just all, it's all very interesting. And I do like it. I, I, having said this, like, you know, do we a hundred percent think that Nicola uh, is like a hundred percent heterosexual? And then, you know, like he's <laughs> just been waiting on bated breath to like, you know, jump on in and, uh, and how the old just had the whole thing where he just wasn't married yet. And like, what maybe was he using the Catholicism thing? I have no idea, but he definitely is with Misha. And he loves the fact that he just like, by the way, met Misha online because I corrected her. And then look at, you know, just even saying that he corrected her. I'm just like, dude, you don't deserve this woman at all. Oh, and no, I'm not, he doesn't. Yeah, not at all. Like, we are all imperfect people. But at the same time, like, she could do so much better. And even better in a, in a realm that's like religious and a better Catholic. She could get a better Catholic than him. Yeah. But I, yes, you are absolutely correct. She could get somebody that's more aligned with her and like understanding and, you know, new aged or whatever. So, but he like just holds on to this religion and it's the one thing he holds on to. And the fact that he actually loves to fish and she keeps telling him how his fishing is so easy. She's like, Oh, you just do this. And I just like meet Misha. He's a simple man. This is what he does all day. Yes, this is all you do is stand here. <laughs> 
Um, that, that mom being so happy to be like, oh, I prayed for this. You don't understand. Look at him. I never thought that he would ever leave. No, I don't. I don't understand why he'd think I'd be mad. His brother, his brothers make fun of him all the time. No, <laughs> all of them, they say, oh la la la, he'll never get married. I just can't wait. I can't. It's just. It's so funny because it is a perception thing, right? Like he in his mind thinks everyone's gonna be like mad at him, and ever they're like all just like, thank God. What are you talking about? How are you yep. not like, how did you not run in here the moment you met this woman was like, look what I did. I met a woman. Yeah. Can you believe it? How, you know, like it's a burning bush. Is it real? Yeah. He's like, look, I found her. She is divorced. Yeah. But don't worry. I'll bring her into God's life. And it's just like, it's so funny. It's just so weird. So she has a very kind of candid conversation with him afterwards. She's like, listen, I'm not upset. I'm not going to talk about it because, you know, <laughs> we're just with the family however the next day nicola so order some hummus oh my god didn't you want everything on their plate they ordered hummus oh, I'm so mad they ordered like i listen it, i'm listening I, listen if i ever go to the middle east know that i'm there for the hummus know that i want to eat all of the before you actually get your meal food i want olives i want Maza. oh i want it all um so she tells him she's like listen your family wasn't that upset. And he's like, no, I know. Isn't that great? And she's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, I mean, you like really made it out and really made me feel so nervous about this. So either one thing is true. One, you don't really know your family like at all. Or two, your family is the one that never really had the issue. You are the one that had the issue. So maybe you need to sit with that. Because you've known for seven years I've been divorced. Yeah. And also, I'm getting over some things. Like, for instance, it's not attractive to be uh, a female marrying a 45, 50-year-old virgin. That's, how do I say this? Arguably less attractive than marrying someone who's been married before. Okay, how much can I also say this? Uh, Nicola, you look, have you seen the mirror? Oof. No, yeah, just grab whatever you can. Um, I look like this. So also, who is also like, you know, sacrificing? Who has to be, who has to go and talk people into understanding a world in which I would accept being with you? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like in your mind, you're like, how am I going to accept her, accept her world into this paradise I've created? And um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Also, she, you're going to be coming to America. Like, you're the one coming <laughs> here. So, like, LOL. And also, in what world could this make sense? Like, is this, I guess, you know how, like, Marcel came to America and, like, couldn't speak English and thought that, like, Tunisian <laughs> pizza was better than American pizza? And we were all kind of like, I don't know about that. That seems 100% more doable. The bees and everything. Than this situation. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, she and him are just cut from two different cloths and he is going to continuously, he has such a very limited idea of the world because he's chosen ignorance and he his chooses also very simple, a simple life. So I don't think that he would come to the U S and be successful because someone who, and now I'm not saying that the man doesn't actually have a job. We don't know. They haven't presented it to us. So the only thing I'm going to speak on is what it shows me and tells me is that 
maybe in the beginning they said he did something, but it seems like his life is pretty, pretty leisurely, right? So there's no way that she's going to bring this man to the U.S. and then have the time period go by where he actually can get a job and that he doesn't immediately go out and begin buying her diamonds. That's what I would say. I'm like, listen, you don't have to pay for this house. You don't have to pay for anything else. Just buy me gifts. I mean, I don't know how he's, yeah, they definitely cut from a different cloth. Yeah, I mean, so his cloth is like, you know, Joseph and the amazing Terracolor dream coat, and her cloth is Ann Taylor. It's like man made polyester. Not, not polyester, but it's like man made rayon. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, you know, from the original place. Anywho, that's all I have to say about them. Okay, let's move on. Okay. So, wanna, yeah. Wow, you guys. I think Rosvin knows what's up. Yeah, it does feel like of everyone we've talked to, there's one emotionally intelligent person and there's one person that is living that is in a crazy delusional land so obviously misha is the one that's that's smarter than nicola you know cleo is more is more emotionally intelligent than christian and in this situation rosvan is like the only is enough is actually authentically sharing himself in such a way that at least you know what if he's if he's acting he's doing a better job than she is Mm -hmm. so either way i'll give it to him Absolutely. He's doing a better job all the way around. He and her um, have a conversation after he comes from seeing the producers. He brings her some coffee and she comes out like real strong at the beginning. Like he's like, so where, where are we from now? And she's like, well, some people in this world like to work to take care of their family and other people don't. And I have not experienced those other people who don't. I've only experienced someone who wants to take care of their family. Um, and so he then says something back to her and they go back and forth. And she, he's like, I've always been honest with you and told you what I wanted. My goal was to never get, up, get with you and give up my dreams. Like, I don't need your money. I will take care of myself. Like, and so then she starts to break down because he really is like, giving it to her and she's like well I don't want you to think I don't love you I'm in love with you and I'm like you're saying words that don't make sense you are not in love with him and maybe you have strong feelings for him but I don't think you love him from the way that you're all of a sudden so laissez-faire about pulling out about about running away and being like well I don't think he's right for me Jason was this way and I don't think I'm ready like girl We've been yelling that you are re- you've not been ready this entire time. Everybody's been yelling at you that you've not been ready and you are just so willing to come over here and treat this man so poorly. So, finally she's like, "Well, I don't I don't want you to think that and cuz she doesn't want to be the bad person." Mm-hmm. I think that she's never been made to feel like she was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're right that from in her world's view she's pretty and people she has pretty privilege to a certain extent. And so she's not used to someone making her feel like she's bad or or wrong Mm -hmm. yeah and she wants listen she wants a man to come over and take care of her and the kids and he never wanted to take care of the kids and wants to be an actor so fundamentally they are not right for each other this Mm -hmm. is an honest thing except that she will just use whatever excuse she needs and she says it because she says she doesn't want to actually have to deal with the emotional uh aftermath of breaking up with someone and so if she can justify it in her mind she doesn't have to do that but she also then says that she feels like 
there are only two loves in someone's life and she's now had both. So how can she lose one? You know, like then that part happens and like there's a collective eye roll, you know, <laughs> I don't have to tell you about that. He is crying, crying. She's very cold. You know, mm-hmm. at one point he's like, well, you, uh, do you want, you said you wanted to go last night. And she's like, do you want me to go? I hate it. I know. And then he's like, that's not what I, I'm asking you because she had threw it back at him and then she like realizes i mean she's just then she starts yeah. to being like well i don't know and maybe we can work it out yeah. and i mean it's really emotional and manipulative yep i mean it's it's other it's and whether she is saying that that's all happening from a place of trauma and pain within herself because she hasn't like healed from jason then get i don't know what to tell you you have two kids so you have to be like knowing that and then being just like off the dating market for a whole ass time and yes. I mean, like i don't i don't want to tell you like you're too old you know like yeah. once you have kids you get seasoned i mean immediately if you're unseasoned and then you have kids like someone adds a goddamn a bunch of salt to you yeah i mean and i don't want to tell you if you weren't ready for the salt then you get yourself some pepper yep paprika get yourself some onion powder get something you got to do but you have got to yeah, she. I know she's doing this so that they can be cool because she's not going to go home and where is she going to stay? Like, you know, <laughs> is she going to have to figure out where to stay in this country? She's going to have to do that. So she's like, well, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to tell him to tell his family that I broke up with him and I don't want his his cute-ass friend with the yellow bikini to, to be right. So oh. I'm just going to push this through a little bit more. So we, have a, we know that she's going to see his parents next week and this little church dress that she's wearing to go see him, I was like, girl, <laughs> she's wearing like this floral print short. So I'm just like, you look like a, you look a bit like you're going to church. You look like a, a little girl. You put on a little, you put on your daughter's dress. Yeah. Uh, she scares me. She scares me in a way that Jasmine kind of scares me. Like, you know, like none of their, one of them will kill me and one of them won't, but I don't want to be around either one of them. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, What if I was like, a man is the one that would kill me. Yeah. (laughs) Like for, yeah. Um, Do you want to go on to Gino and Jasmine? Speaking of, (laughs) yeah, obviously the answer is yes. So someone was telling me that she got her eyelids done. So what you're, do do you know what that means? Do you mean, do you mean that? So yeah, just mean that so that like if her eyes were open right now, see how they're open on this picture. She's changed it so that the crease is higher, right? Yes. So take it off. Okay. So this is now enter the zeitgeist. So the word is like blasphemy or blasphemy or whatever, but like everyone is called now a bluff. Okay. And that is when they cut your eye for some reason. Yeah. I, for some reason, Juan and I like don't need this in our lives right no, now. I, Maybe I some, do. No, they cut it. Look how big it's like they cut it so that you have more room here in your crease in your in the in the real estate of eyeshadow and up here you know like it's it kind of it creates like a bigger eye hole it makes your you, eye you don't bigger. need it but i do like patreon look here i could i could get it higher like if i could get my crease up here then when i open my eyes my lids wouldn't be so small cuz what happens to me is that i have to bring my eyeshadow over that to give the illusion of that and put my crease higher Two, one. Then also, when I c- c- keep my eyes open, you can't see the shadow on my lid. You can only see my eyeliner. 
get a bluff no, i'm just kidding don't do it but uh but yeah she got a bluff and she also got the other thing she got specifically in the confessionals we see in this season as opposed to when she's filming is a lot of jaw filler not in this picture but um basically she starts to try and butter gino up by applying like a sheet mask to him you know like i don't think he enjoys that shit and putting him down in the bed honey and then like once she gets that wet serum k mask on him she's like gino I'm so sad because every time, you know, we start to uh, finally be okay with each other, you have to leave. And then I'm never going to see you. And it's so hard for me. And so I was wondering if, and he was like, he was like, oh, don't worry, baby. Like, I'll send an email right when I get back to the lawyer or whatever. She's like, no, Gina, what I'm trying to say is it would be so nice if I could stay here in this penthouse with Dane Dane's penthouse place. You know, and he's like, bitch, well, no, Jasmine, open red. Yeah. Jasmine, this is top of the line. You can't, you can't stay here. Um, and she's like, baby, but don't you want good things for me? And then in her confessional, she's like, I don't only ask Gino these because I know he has the money. And then we're like, how does she know he has the money? So then we yeah. cut back. And then he's like, yeah, I mean, and this is too expensive. I can't pay $3,000 a month. And she's like, why won't you do this for me, Gino? Why? You pay for your stupid ex-wife that bitch to go to Legoland? You have the money. You don't want to. You're cheap. You are stupid. And nobody wants to be with you. <laughs> then she goes to the closet and I'm like, tries to like take his clothes to tell him to leave and he's like don't, don't, don't take my clothes and, and, and I'll, I'll touch your clothes then so he goes into the closet and starts to rip her clothes and she's like Gino I hate you and she goes into the bathroom and then he, she hears him throwing stuff around she don't throw my stuff around in there Jasmine don't don't throw my stuff in there and she's like ah, yeah, yeah, like just hollering and I'm like your neighbor should be calling the HOA because you should not be living in this place with the way that you behave Oh, absolutely. Honey, when he starts grabbing the clothes and she's grabbing the clothes, it gave me bad girl, like, watching vibes. Like, every, you know, like, that's what they used to do back in the day, honey. Like, was there going to be a mattress in a pool? I mean, you know, like, you could really go back in time with that one. But, yeah, um, I, this is a funny part because why does she think that Legoland is that expensive? <laughs> like, he, I was like, he took one person to Legoland and you're, like, losing your mind? Like, I mean, did he take her to Paris and stay at the Plaza Anthony, you know, like, or, you know, I can't talk, I can't speak in French, but like, no. I come mean, to the mic, Chris, come to the mic. Sorry, sorry, he absolutely did not. It's just like, Legoland? Of course he took her to Legoland. <laughs> like, not even, not even Knott's Berry Farm and definitely not Disneyland, not, uh, definitely not Universal Studios, like Legoland. I just, all of it was so <laughs> LOL, like that specific, like she could, why didn't she say you took her once to a rainforest cafe? I wish she had, <laughs> you know, I couldn't get over it. Like that was great. But yeah, she really is such a conniving mean bitch, you know? And so this fight happens and then we have a fight that is happens in the actual confessional. So she very much is like, I should be the most important thing in your life, Gino. And he's like, well, Jasmine, it's it's half and half between you and my family. And she gets so pissed, right? Because the family has been like her big contention this whole time. The, her, she doesn't, she wants 
not only to be more important in the family, she wants him to have nothing to do with his family. That's the reason why she wants to be more important. It's because if she's more important, then she can have him cut off the family anyway. Because in her mind, the family doesn't exist. If the family doesn't exist, she doesn't need, she, you know, she'll hire help to help the baby, but probably doesn't want to have a baby. The second thing is the family not existing, then none of their opinions matter. So the prenup doesn't, that doesn't matter. And then whether he gives her things, no one's going to be able to comment on. So like she's setting all of it up and she obviously, it's just, I'll be honest. It's obviously like, I don't feel bad for Gino. Cause I think he's a, a dumb shit, but at the same time, like it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. She's like, you sent your sugar baby's money and you took her to Legoland. Like she just is so upset about all of this. And so he he's gonna not gonna let Jasmine bully him anymore. So you know, whatever you want to do, Jasmine. She's like, You're so stupid. He's like, You're stupider, Jasmine. And she's like, You have a little penis. And he's like, You 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 have a big penis, Jasmine. I'm, I'm, she's like she's like i'm going to go have sex with dane and he's like i'm gonna go have sex with dane you know and then she's yes. like yeah. yes. and then he she's like he's like you're trash and he's like you're trash actually when he called her trash for some reason i was really happy about it because i think that was probably the first time he's ever like said something really mean back to her like, that's the meanest thing that he's ever said to her. He called her an idiot later on. He's like, you idiot. You said this is so easy. Yeah, what do you think? Well, you're going to be more fit. You're, you think you're going to be more important than my family, you idiot. Like, he, but he had never even said any of that in the yeah. previous seasons. Like, every time they fight, he gets a little, a little more brave. Like, a little bit of braver. Like, never super brave. And never, like, all he can do is at least say the mean thing now back that he, that she said to him. Yeah. But he'll never go for the jugular and he'll definitely never be like, fuck you, cunt. I'll never see your fucking disgusting face again and leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll never be like, oh, you greedy gold digging bitch. I don't need you. What the fuck yeah, are you talking will. about? He and then like actually that. leave or drive a dry boundary because he's so, uh, what a little, you know, pussy coke, <laughs> cuck, you know, insecure man. But anyway, you know, with a, in, a, in a big hat. But I mean, you know, yeah. So <laughs> she tries her. to like, uh, put toner on his forehead and he like freaks out and grabs the hat i'm just like wow you uh and and the fact that he sleeps in it too is crazy yeah um <laughs> you're you're trash you're trash you're you're an idiot and you think then she's like screaming at the top of her lungs about how she's gonna go f damn dane okay dane <sighs> uh riley and violet yeah uh okay do you know what right. I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yes. I love her. I'm gonna say this. I I I have nothing to say about them except that I I kind of have fallen I've fallen a little bit like mildly in love with her like in, in a non sexual way like I'm obsessed with her. Oh. Yeah. So she. <laughs> I love you all. She oh. just looks so different in every. It's like it's like we see her on camera and then we see her in pictures and those are like slightly two different women. Like one is like happy and one is not. Uh. So she. Um, she takes Riley to this open market and she's like, look at it, the open market. This is where we come every day to buy food, to cook, which is kind of wonderful to be able to just like stop at a fresh market on your way home and get the fresh veggies so that you can make the dinner. Um, but you know, I hate, I hate making dinner, even though I made a good dinner today, I'm going to go eat it. Um, anyway, so 
she sits him down and he hates this place. I mean, he says that this place smells so terribly that he has to like literally behave like a child and cover his mouth, his hand over his mouth to show in fact how much he hates the way this place smells and how uncomfortable it is. And so they're having a heart to heart and she's like, why do you always ruin the good times? And he's like, listen, um, because you know, you're ruining them. And she's like, well, who hurt you? And he says, well, it was my ex-girlfriend and she cheated on me with the guy that we both knew and so now any woman that I get with has to overproduce and prove to me that she is faithful or is somebody that's good and it really hurts me that you didn't say that you were sorry for texting my father uh all these things about me that weren't true and she goes no it's true and he's like no violet and she's like okay whatever she doesn't want to fight anymore because he only has two more days left or something and so then they have i guess a relatively good time at that point wait did you hear the part i just want to hear this this is what he says he had a girlfriend and he would hear the girlfriend all the time have (laughs) conversations where she'd be like, yeah, I love you too, buddy. I love you so much. Okay, I'll see you soon. Can't wait to see you. Who do and you then- love? Who do you love? What? Who are you talking to? What are you talking about? I just heard talking- you tell somebody that you love them. Are you insane? I was not talking to anyone. Are you I okay? Heard- I heard you. No, are you okay? I heard buddy, you I wasn't talking, buddy. I was definitely not talking to anyone. I don't have to tell you, buddy. Like I, we're just ha- we're hanging out here. Like we're all we're watching TV. Like I don't know if you hit your head. Well, what, I mean, I'm watching was- Family Feud. Did you? Was it Steve Harvey? You heard, buddy? Was it Steve Harvey? No, it was definitely well, no it was Steve what, Harvey. What, what, I think it was Steve Harvey, buddy. I don't know if you want to go take a nap, but you're sounding a little crazy, okay, buddy? So go take a nap, big buddy. All right, go put on. Hey, is it time for a cigar and a little and a little uh jazz five? A little jazz. I think it is, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll go have a cigar and you know listen to some Elton John. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Tiny dancer, buddy. Tiny dancer time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um baby, I can't wait to like fuck you raw. Like you know, that's like what his okay, so then but that's not even the best part of the story. That's already the one Who part of the story. Are you talking but, to? Yeah, the other part is then he fucking goes to her house one time and then there's just like a person there that she is fucking. <laughs> In the closet. I think that person was hiding. <laughs> Did I make that up? Um, so the next day they go on a tourist uh, you know, but she really wants him to think that the Ho Chi Minh City is the best place on this planet Earth. Like she truly, truly needs for him to understand that. Um, so she then, you know, he's like, well, things are going um, well with me and Violet. So I wanted to tell her that I got the private investigator because, you know, this is what people are telling the truth. And uh, so he's like, I wanted to tell you that I have a private investigator check you out. And she's like, don't talk no more. And then he's like, oh, okay, so you're upset. And she's just like, nope, don't talk. Don't say one bloody word anymore. Um, and so he then is like, well, you know, it's, it's what we do in America. It's normal. And I'm like, that is an absolute lie if a lie was ever told to anybody on tv 
No, it is not normal. Now, I I have people in my life, friends, if you will, friend who whenever they meet a new person, I mean, immediately Googles everything about that person. Now, I don't do that because while that information is readily available, it just feels weird to Google somebody unless they're famous or rich. Then I'm Googling you. Um, But yeah, anyways, that's all I have to say about them. Let's move on to um, David and Sheila. So uh, they go to the beach and they have a good time with John Rell. Um, is it the beach or is it like a weird lake thing? I'm not sure. Uh, but Amy's there. And then um, there's a point where Amy's not there and he goes to buy a ring. Now, I'm, I'll be honest with you. This is the time where I truly felt this is this is the exact time he needed Amy. He decides that he's going to go and traverse the marketplaces of Cebu or wherever it is that they are. And he's going to try to buy a ring. Now, I don't know if there's anything else, anything. I don't know if there's like Filipino uh, sign languages. I'm sure there is. But those people, I mean, they behave like they've never even heard that people in this world could not hear. It was just so, they were like, I don't know what he's saying. And it is just, it was, it was such an interesting interaction. So he like has to show everybody his phone, like, so they can tell him. And there's this really lovely lady who's, at the marketplace getting her some vegetables who is just like oh it's that way it's that way everyone's pointing him towards the ring maker right and i'm like wow this is a setup for david to get jumped like there could be some local like gangsters or hooligans who just see this deaf american walking around looking to buy some gold and so i imagine them just waiting in the cut to like attack him but it doesn't happen, thankfully. So he's able to get the ring. He looks at a few, which is really sweet. I, I enjoyed the fact that he actually took his time to pull out something and look at different types of rings that would work for Sheila. So he's planning on asking her for her hand in marriage, uh, which is something that Savannah deeply wants from Love During Lockup. And so after that he makes his way back to her and he says you know i'm going to take her out on vacation it's time to relax and so he set up some time at a resort that's about three hours away so they all get into the not all it's just the two of them they get into the uh, van because they decided that amy can't come anymore and they get into the van and they you know are cuddly and sweet i think this is the first time maybe that sheila has been able since her mother died to open up herself to him and to you know be able to take in what's happening around her as opposed to just kind of wallowing in grief which i'm sure she's still grieving but she's able to have a little bit of happiness so the family is watching Jeanrel and they get on this long three-hour traffic or drive sorry not traffic and they get there and she's like i've never stayed in a hotel as nice as this and you know she helps him to check in to get his information. They're waiting there with champagne. And I'm like, what a lovely first experience. Because let me tell you, not all hotels and resorts show up with champagne. And that place got points in my book, to be honest. And um, they get to the room and they're really excited. And maybe somebody jumped on the bed. Uh, and so they sit down and David tells us that he's frankly just very kind of disappointed um that she hasn't learned more sign language um and that he you know she really needs to step up so he's gonna help her this trip to show her some words and i think she picks it up picks you know very very quickly oh i forgot to tell you that the wedding ring was about 70 dollars. i i want to know about this filipino um 
gold? Like, what does it look like? I'd have to go there and really like test it out. But I really want to know more about the Filipino gold and like if I should fly to the Philippines to buy gold, you know, since it's only $70. Yeah. Uh, the ring. I want to know. We. It's funny because obviously if you guys listen to our podcast, we follow other shows and on love during lockup we've been having some ring talk and uh it's interesting always to see how much someone spends on a ring what someone likes about a ring or whatever and and the different ways in which you you buy a ring he you know buys one and she's sort of asked how much money he has you know like it's always so interesting anyway um yeah, so I was just talking about how um, they're in the hotel and she, they've never been and how he's thinking that she needs to learn more sign language. Yeah, he's just very much like, why haven't you learned before? And she's like, I'm sorry, before? He's like, yes, before. Why haven't you learned before? And she, yeah, she, um, I kind of want to be like, oh, did you see the part where like my whole my whole uh, family was living in like this like, house we couldn't like get like fixed and we had the total like typhoon thing remember that time i had a son you know it's like i'm trying to also like do things here i just yeah no i haven't had time to like learn a whole language have you uh thought about reading lips oh no have you haven't also read you haven't learned how to we're neither of us learned how to do the whole thing we should learn how to do anyway (laughs) okay well let's let's, we'll both work on it we'll we'll meet back (laughs) good talk team we'll see what we can do about that you know yeah but she um she 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 you know she is doing the best she can and she doesn't want the translator to be there because of course she's jealous of her but also at the same time they're going to go to this new uh beach town and she also is going to bring her friend who she says is very very sweet i don't quite understand and we tell me why why she's bringing the friend i don't why i missed that part i missed that part too i didn't know she was bringing a friend at all yeah she's like you mean my friend's gonna come to be very sweet and i was like oh why and so anyway so god bless so they get to the hotel and i it you know all of us, including me, the heart of cold steel that I have, like, is elated to have her be able to be in a nice hotel. Or I'm just, like, so happy for her. It looked beautiful. Like, I was just like, yes, girl. Like, I hope you have, like, the best. <laughs> like, I'm so- I was just like, yes, girl, get in that bed. I hope you have a bathtub. My God. I hope you have just, like, a total time that you can be, like, chilling, you know? Like, they keep talking about how much sex they're going to have. Which, you know, like, makes me a little sad for her, you know, because, you know, she thinks that his D is very big. Now, (laughs) we all know, we all know that it's a normal to slightly bigger than average sized. It uh, might be big. Thicker cut D. And that's the best you can give him. That and yet, you know, I get it. It's huge for her, you know, like, and that's probably one of the best things that you could possibly be said. Like, he probably is so happy to hear it. And I'm, you know, God bless him. So having said that, yeah, like, all I want to say is I I hope that she's not exhausted. And I wish that she gets some time to relax. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope the best for her and her thigh muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like, just her like tiny, tiny. Yeah. (laughs) holding on to to david for dear life as he wrangles her um well that's the end of the episode right yeah it really is okay we did it you know um did we do it yeah we did yeah we did i mean we did it thanks so much for i had a little technical difficulty back there i I don't know what's happening in my room there's like there's something happening in my room that is just uh 
I, ha- I will get on it. But I love you guys so much. If you haven't yet, consider giving us a review. We would really like it. Also, don't be mean in it. If you don't, if you want to leave a mean review, don't do it or yeah. whatever you do. You if you don't have anything uh, good to say. Don't say anything. At all. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, <laughs> can you just like pretend you're raised in the South in this one way? Um, I feel like that's a Southern saying. You can hear like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Or come sit by me. You know, that's very like, <laughs> okay. So, um, Yes, go on to social medias if you don't mind. You can, of course, follow us at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X slash Twitter. And we have a Facebook group. We're very cute. Wow. Yes, but if you have enough and you would like to, you know, support you've your You've had growth, enough? No. If, if, you, you, if you've had enough of us, honey. I don't... <laughs> if you have enough <laughs> and you would like to become Money? a patron, mm-hmm, oh. which is $10 a month. <laughs> our patreon to support your girls help us to pay for our social media person that we have now gabby um as well as our um one of our editors jean marie so thank you so much for all of that and me being the other editor uh (laughs) ten dollars a month uh we would love to see you there you get a library first monday of the month as well as you get the episode 24 hours the visual of it before anyone else and you could actually see chris actively looking for something in her room right now so If you would like to see that in all its glory, join us at patreon.com slash docusweeties, $10 a month, you guys. Thank you so much for being here, and we hope you guys have a fantastic day, evening, or wherever you're at. Bye. Bye.